Welcome to Go Green Radio, brought to you by Covanta Energy. Reduce, reuse, recycle, rethink renewable energy and energy from waste. This program will help start you thinking about how to protect our world and its important resources. Now here's the host for Go Green Radio, Jill Buck. Welcome to Go Green Radio, everybody. I'm so glad that you tuned in today. Our guest today is Meg Donahue, and she is the co-founder of a really cool company. It's called Mama Says. And if you want to check out their website while we're talking to Meg, don't close this tab of your web browser. Open up a new tab and go to www.mamasays, that's M-A-M-A, sezz.com and you can check out what they've got going on there while we talk to her but our topic today is a plant-based diet and there's a lot of benefits to the planet to our individual bodies and to the world itself from going to a plant-based diet and Meg's got a very unique perspective on this and I'm excited to have her on to share what she's doing and how she got to the place that she's at as a co-founder of Mama Says. So welcome to Go Green Radio Meg. We're so glad to have you on the show. Thank you Jill. I'm delighted to be here. I really appreciate uh, being on your show. Well, it's going to be fun. And before we talk about some of the environmental benefits and the health benefits of a plant-based diet, help us understand how a plant-based diet differs from the average American diet. I mean, what types of foods are included and what types of foods are not included in a plant-based diet? Sure. Um, A plant-based diet is really simple. Um, It basically is, is composed of things that grow out of the ground. So... Meat and dairy are not a part of a, a plant-based diet, but anything else that grows out of the ground is a part of a plant-based diet. Right. And, and so what it's, about it's oils? Really simple. Even, even though it does, um, you know, when I first started eating this way, I struggled a little bit with it. I, I don't know why, you know, graduate degrees, but I would think, are eggs <laughs> can this be included? <laughs> but basically, if it has... If what you're eating has a mother, then no, and um, <laughs> if it comes from an animal, then no, and and those are and that's that's really just a, a good way to think of it. And if it grows out of the ground, all yes. And what about oils? Because you know some oils are vegetable based, but I was looking on your website and it doesn't look like you guys include oils into a plant based diet. We um, we made a decision when early on, and it's a part of our founder story that I can talk about a little bit later, um, just for health benefits to mm-hmm. eliminate oils from our recipes. And oh, it's, it's not necessarily something that is plant-based or not, um, you know, olive oils and things like that, of course, you know, um, mm-hmm. plant-based. Gotcha. But, but we, we decided in, because we know some of the profound impacts that um, we experienced in our own life, and then following, we work closely with the medical community to eliminate oil from our recipes, just to make it really easy for people who don't want to use oil. Um, and because it's a little tricky to, to figure out how to cook when you've grown up cooking with oil, like, like I did, you know, a big Irish Catholic Italian family use oil. Um, yeah. So we, we kind of took that hurdle away from folks, and that's why we don't use it. Gotcha. Okay. And we'll get into that uh, in a little bit. So that's good to know. Now, because this is Go Green Radio, we always start with the environmental impact and, and that part of the story. On your website, you give several different planetary impacts that, that a plant-based diet can have. And one of those is to reduce a person's carbon footprint. So talk to us about how eating a plant-based diet can help to reduce our carbon footprint. Sure. 
Um, you know, one of the things that we say is everything we eat has an environmental impact. And, you know, that certainly wasn't where, where I began my journey here. You know, I, um, so for anybody listening, I wasn't somebody who the light bulb went off early or really got captivated by it, even though I considered myself um, a rel- relatively aware person, somebody who cared about the environment in a general sense. Um, but I didn't really grasp on a deeper level what was going on and the connection between what I ate, how it was produced, and how that might, in a very big way, impact the environment. And I think that was one of the larger wake-ups to me after I began to eat this way that happened is I saw afterwards, you know, I got into it because of health concerns. This is why I started eating this way. Um, But afterwards, I began to see, and it was almost like an awakening, um, not to to make it too big, but my eyes really were... were, um, were opened and my life changed when I began to research and understand. I went through Cornell's plant-based nutrition course and they had an excellent um, uh, courses on uh, the impact of the environment on what, from what we eat. And I started to see um, everything, land, water, energy. It takes all of these things to grow crops or raise livestock. And there is an impact on, in all of that in how we do it. And here in, in this country, and I can't speak to all countries, but certainly in westernized countries, the way that we have um, grown those businesses and those industries has had a very serious negative impact on, um, on the environment. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, some of our listeners already know this. Many do not, you know, so this is kind of a, a wake-up call for them that, you know, that the meat industry, the dairy industry, are very carbon intensive. They're very energy intensive. And, and right now, for the time being, most of that energy is coming from fossil fuels. And the burning of those fossil fuels is what creates the CO2 in the atmosphere. And so I think it's really interesting to make that connection between, you know, I mean, as you mentioned, everything we eat has an environmental impact. But to know that there's such a huge difference in the energy intensity of, you know, an ounce of of protein from a meat-based substance versus that of a plant. And, you know, this may not seem like it's intuitive, but it's true. Plant-based diets also help conserve water, even though we've got to water crops. Talk to us a little bit about how a plant-based diet actually helps to conserve water. It's true, and it, and it is an intuitive, and I think that's why, you know, it skims over a lot of our consciousness that um, you don't really make the connection when you think, well, how could it cost that much more in water to um, raise cattle than it could, you know, to, to raise corn? And so just on a very basic level, one of the things that you need to add into the equation when you're raising cattle and processing them is that what do we feed cattle? We feed them corn or other crops that we grow, and there's a tremendous amount of water that's used to in that process. And, it, I mean, the, the amount that is, you know, for one pound, say, of beef requires about two to 8,000 gallons of water for one pound of beef. Now, wow. that doesn't even seem believable to me. I mean, when I think about that, I'm like, you've got to be kidding, but this is a study out of UC Davis, and, and you, you know, if you poke around and you're willing to do your due diligence on what's a real study and what's kind of a hype study, 
you can dig into some pretty, you know, pretty hefty folks who are, are scholars in their fields they, with the intent of finding out what's going on because they have, you know, a, a real desire to do the right thing by everyone. So right. UC Davis, they did a study, and it's one pound of beef requires between two to 8,000 gallons of water. You know, much of the water is used to feed the cows, you know, whether it's grass or grain. And um, that is, is a wake-up call. It's like, huh. Just from an efficiency standpoint, you know, if you were to run most organizations by using so many resources just to recreate create something very small, um, unless you could really increase the price of that, um, what you're producing, um, it wouldn't be worth it. And especially mm-hmm. when you look at the long-term impacts. And I think that's something that people are beginning to wake up to, um, beginning to see. Uh, there's, there's more and more uh, media out there, more and more education. And one of the things that a plant-based diet can help you do, and it's it's funny, it kind of sneaks up on you, if you aren't if you aren't already there, if you aren't aren't already aware and and um, concerned about the environment at that level and understanding it at that level, and that would be me. You know, I was the quick study and a slow learner. You know, <laughs> I got it, but I didn't understand it. Um, you know, it was in my head, but not in my heart, because I didn't really see it as a part of all of the things that I do. Um, so I, I think that's something that, that people, if they can come to it, however you come to a plant-based diet, whether it be for your health reasons, and, and there are a lot of those that we can talk about, and, and that's how I got there, or whether mm-hmm. a friend has told you, hey, maybe if you just eat a few more of these meals compared to, you know, a meat meal, you know, and, and there's a lot of fun um, infographics out there that can, can tell you, you know, did you know if you, you would eat two more meals, uh, plant-based meals rather than a meat meal, you'll save this much water, you'll save this many trees, you'll this, this much less nitrogen and phosphorus in the ocean. Um, and it really does have an impact. So it's a very practical, small thing that you can do, seemingly small, um, that has a very profound impact when it's, when it's, um, when it's stacked up over, over time. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And, you know, I think a lot of people, and maybe this started with Flint, Michigan, and maybe, you know, in some parts of the country, it started when, uh, you know, fly ash ended up in, in water, but people are starting to get more tuned in to how widespread water pollution problems and water contamination problems, um, you know, they're ubiquitous throughout every region of the United States. And I was interested to see on your website that eating a plant-based diet can actually help to reduce water pollution. And I wanted to give you a minute to talk about how that's so. Why is that the case? Sure. Um, you know, folks may have seen, um, and there's some, some really um, devastating, dem- devastating satellite images of what they call dead zones in the ocean. And a lot of them in our own Mex- Gulf of Mexico. Um, and a dead zone is basically where the, the ocean is starved of oxygen and you know, ocean life as we know and need it can't live. And how that happens is basically from pollution clogging out the oxygen. And that pollution, one of the number one sources, is through fertilizers and runoff from um, big ag farms that go into our main tributaries and then end up in the ocean or directly into the ocean. Um, And they're devastating. And it takes a very long, very concerted effort to bring those back, if, if at all, and more and more of them are happening. And so that's one of the things that we need to look at as we, as we begin to, as we look at farming and as we look at shifting from, from big ag practices to plant-based, you know, more plants, less big ag, 
um, how even even any farming is going to have an impact, but how are we going to mitigate the cost as we um, we balance having to make a profit, expediency, mm-hmm. and you know what is just plain greed at that point. Well, and a lot of that agriculture isn't grown for human consumption. As you mentioned previously, it's grown for animal consumption, which is then used for human food. And so, you know, when we say, well, there's agricultural runoff in a, you know, there could be that in a plant-based diet, the point is that there could be less if we were eating as efficiently as possible by cutting out that, that meat part. So I think that's, you know, it's it's hard to make that connection, you know, for a lot of folks who are unaware of how the ag industry works. But I think that's an important point to make. We're going to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we're going to talk to Meg about the health benefits of a plant-based diet. So don't go away. There's more Go Green Radio right after this. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%? 43%? Or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. I'm so glad that you all could join us. And if you're just tuning in, let me catch you up. Our guest today is Meg Donahue, and she is the co-founder of a cool new company called Mama Says, and that's M-A-M-A. S-E-Z-Z, and you can check them out at mamasays.com. We've been talking about the environmental benefits of moving towards a plant-based diet, and in this segment, we're going to talk about the 
personal human health benefits of a plant-based diet. And I know that a lot of our listeners have already chosen to eat a plant-based diet solely on the fact that it's good for the planet. But for those of us who need a more personal reason to make this choice, Meg, I'd like for you to talk to us about some of the human health benefits of a plant-based diet. Um, Diabetes is a huge problem in the United States. It's a growing problem amongst all ages of of the population. How does a plant-based diet help address diabetes? You know, that's it's a great question and and I think what we can speak to with is a general health improvement with a plant-based diet. Diabetes, especially diabetes uh type 2 diabetes which is epidemic in this country, and it, it, it is shocking the number of people, and I think it's, it's close to one in five will have or be impacted by type 2 diabetes in this country. And, and that's something that should get everyone's attention, that what is going on, that in a very short period of time we have these, these diseases, you know, whether it be hypertension or, or heart disease, which is the number one killer, um, type 2 diabetes, and then this growing, growing epidemic of Alzheimer's and dementia at younger and younger ages, which I don't know anybody over the age of 65 who doesn't have it in the back of their mind. Mm-hmm. And so the first question is, you know, to be curious. Now, why might that be happening to one of the wealthiest, well, the wealthiest country in the world, which has all of the resources available? And what we know and what science can tell us, and, and uh, Dr. Asselstyn wrote a great book, um, Reversing um, heart disease, and he speaks to diabetes as well. And you know, there's there's a lot of great resources out there. Um, NutritionFacts.org has a lot of great great resources as well. But what um, what we are finding is that the science shows time and time again, and it's my personal experience as well, that when you go to a plant based diet, one of the number one things that happens is your inflammation is decreased in your body, which is at the um, the core. You know, you want to get to when you're looking at diseases. Um, if you can, you want to get to what's causing it rather than what will just make it okay or put a Band-Aid on it. And so what a plant-based diet does essentially is gets to the core issues of what's causing us to be sick. And those diseases that I just mentioned, type 2 diabetes, you know, heart disease, all of them, even if you have a genetic predisposition, it's not your destiny. Genes aren't always your destiny. And you can certainly give your body the best chance of health. And what they found that if you eat a plant-based diet, these, these illnesses, which they are now calling food-borne illnesses, that they are, not, they are not a given. Just because your dad had heart disease does not mean you're going to. Just because, you know, diabetes runs in my family does not mean that you have to have it. And running in our family, we now know, as more and more you dig into it, is less of a genetic issue and more of an environmental issue not surprising that families in general eat alike and they, you know, move around in their environment in the same way as they deal with stress in very similar ways. And so if you can alter that one piece and give your body the absolute best chance from health for health, you can have profound impact. And I'll give a quick story about just as it, from a genetic point of view, um, it's not diabetes per se, but this is with cystic fibrosis, which many people may know is a genetic um, disease. And, uh, you know, it's a very serious, very serious disease. My niece who works with us, she's brilliant and she has cystic fibrosis. And she uh, came to me early on and said, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to try and go plant-based. And we work with the medical community. We are a hundred percent pro-medicine 
but we believe, let's give your body the best chance of health. So I said to her, you know, talk with your doctors. Let's make sure that we're doing the right thing. And they said, yep, let's do it. And so she did, and she was on a a new type of drug for CF patients. But within a very short period of time, and and I'm talking months, not years, maybe three months, she went for her, her next checkup. And her lung function, which is the major, you know, one of the major areas that, that CF folks are, are worried about, had increased from 84% to 100%. And wow. your lung function is a, li- a little bit like ejection fraction in your heart. It's a different than a 1 to 100 scale. But it was a profound increase. And what they had anticipated with the new drug she was on was a 4%, you know, a 4, you know, from 80 to 84, they thought it might go. She was at about 80 when she started. And so when you think about that, that, that's got to wake you up. And there, were, there was more. You know, she had the beginnings of, of liver disease, and that had reversed. She had osteopenia, the begin, you know, which is the beginning of osteoporosis from the amount of steroids mm-hmm. that um, a lot of folks with CF are on, and that had reversed. And, and when I say it, I don't say this lightly, and I, I want to really stress that we, we are not woo-woo. You know, there's so much information <laughs> out there, <laughs> and we are the opposite of that. So I'm never going to tell somebody, eat chia seeds and you're going to be cancer-free. But what I say is, if you can eat a whole food, and I want to really be clear about a whole food, not a simply vegan, which can include a lot of junk. I mean, you can eat Oreos and be a vegan, but that's not healthy. <laughs> um, right. To eat a whole food, plant-based diet, you you will give your body such a profound um advantage to health because your body wants to be healthy and you know we talk about the environment and the number one place we should start with the environment is with ourselves because we're not separate from it and I think there's a a miscue somewhere where people have begun to believe that we're distinct from our natural world when in fact we're a part of that nature's web and what we put in our body you know more people sometimes they spend more time like keeping their car clean than their body clean (laughs) <laughs> and when you think That's about you know, point. it's true. It's like, it's like, whatever, I'll just throw it in there. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't even do it in your home. Um, so if you can look at your body as you would in an environment, you don't litter an environment. You wouldn't put toxic substances in an environment willy-nilly. You know, you would, you, you would know more like pour, you know, what you knew to be killing trees and plants into the environment. We just wouldn't do it. But we do it all the time with our bodies in the form of, you know, um, excessive alcohol, cigarettes, different sorts of drugs, a lot of prescription medication, but again, we're not anti-prescription medication. It, it saves, you know, many of our lives. And so, uh, but to, to do that at, at the exclusion also of, of giving yourself the best chance of health with a whole food plant-based diet. And so that's where, that's where we begin in diabetes. The, the people that we have seen that have turned it around you know, I was talking with our banker early on, and we had other businesses, so we have a, a really nice relationship. And I was telling her some of the stories of people who have had, you know, reverse type 2 diabetes in a matter of months or uh, gotten off medication and, and really had a significant impact in their, their well-being. And she said, you know, Maggie, if I didn't know you, I think you were, you know, you were kind of blowing smoke. And I said, <laughs> it's true. It's true because you just can't believe that something this simple it could be this powerful, um, so but it is. It, it, it is that powerful. And I always recommend, you know, you find a whole food plant-based doctor, you know, find, find the best you can. And if you have any kind of illness and say, this is what I want to do, 
do the research with real medical journals. Find the people. You know, Dr. Sarai Stansick out of New Jersey is phenomenal. She had MS, and um, she was, you know, walking with a cane. A brilliant young doctor, pretty much her career felled, you know, just slashed down. And she could, couldn't walk. She was discouraged. She was on so much medication. She couldn't function. She, she needed medication to get up, medication to go back to sleep, medication to manage depression. And all for MS. That was so debilitating. She really questioned whether or not I could continue at a pretty young age. I think she was 35 at the time. Wow. And she uh, also very science, you know, not really keen on the whole plant-based idea, but I think out of a moment of desperation, which a lot of us, it gets our attention when the pain is so great, we're willing to look at something. Um, she began exploring it and started looking in medical journals for, is there anything here that has said, yes, this is effective? And she just started doing it. And gradually she got better. And within a year, I think it was a year and a half she ran a marathon. Oh my she is gosh! Now, yeah, she she is is she's phenomenal, and she is you know energetic. And what she says is, I think, really interesting. She says, you know, I have a lot of respect for MS, but I'm not going to allow you know. And she doesn't say I'm cured from MS. She says, you know, I have. She is in recovery from it, and she's on the upswing of it. And she is, you know, she runs, she walks, she started a whole different different line of practice. She was an infectious disease, which is when doctors get people at the end of their life, you know, when diabetes, when something has happened and you lose a limb, and so then you're controlling infection. You know, basically kind of palliative care for a lot of things. And she said, I want to be working with people at the beginning. I want to get to them before they have to get to the point where they need me for that. And so she changed her practice. And, and those are the type of doctors that we're working with where, who are looking at, you know what, there's something here um, about nutrition. And, it, you know, to most people, when you step back, you'll go, well, of course it makes sense. You know, you know we have um, some guys on our team and, and I, you know, who are car enthusiasts, enthusiasts, and they would no more put, like, sugar and water in their gas tanks of their beloved car than they would, you know, like the best gas. And it's like, well, make the connection. You know, you are it. But our bodies are so amazing. We can power through so much. Um, so, you know, that's, that's where we begin with, um, with health. And, and that's a long answer to how does it impact diabetes. But um, what it can give you is a, an ability to stabilize the functions and, and give your body the best possible chance for health. And it's if, so inspiring, well, too, and, yeah. and something that, you know, is within our reach. It's not something that it's some miracle uh, diet pill or something like that. This is, you know, there are there are plants that we can eat, you know, readily accessible, and we hope to make it more accessible, um, you know, in, the, in neighborhoods where agriculture is far away. That's another issue, and we've talked about that on Go Green Radio. But what you're doing mm-hmm. and the message that you've got is so inspiring. We've got to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we're going to talk with Meg about how her company, Mama Says, is addressing this issue and making it easier for folks to adopt a plant-based diet. So don't go away. There's more Go Green Radio right after this. News. 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 News.
Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%? 43%? Or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Do the adventures of Indiana Jones leave you curious about this exotic and unusual profession? If so, don't miss Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology with Dr. Joseph Schuldenrein. You'll learn about forensics, ancient civilizations, and human origins. Listen to Dr. Schuldenrein and colleagues discuss their excavations and related archaeological topics, ranging from the unique to the sublime, and yes, even the mundane. Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology, live Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Variety. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, in case you've just joined us, let me catch you up. Our guest today is Meg Donahue. She's the co-founder of a company called Mama Says, and that's M-A-M-A-S-E-Z-Z. And their website is mamasays.com. Now, Meg, let's talk about your company, Mama Says. Um, talk to us about the events leading up to the founding of your company. What was going on in your life at the time? And how did that lead to the founding of Mama Says? Absolutely. I had just had a baby, a preemie, and um, my mom, at, uh, pretty much in the same week, had been released to hospice care. She yeah. had, uh, I, was, I was a baby late in life. My mom, I was uh, 49, and my mom was 80. She had 10% heart function. Her kidneys were shutting down, and um, other organs were beginning to shut down as well. She was incredibly weak. And the the day that we got the notice that, you know, this was, this was really probably kind of going to be it, I said, let's bring her home to live with us. And um, but for what I thought was really the last, you know, three to five maybe months, because we had had so many in and out of ICUs with her. It was, you know, she was at Dartmouth-Hitchcock, which is a, a, a one of the um, larger hospitals here in New England, and in and out of um, intensive care and, and so many near misses. And we just thought this was it. And she was too weak for, for any other medical procedures, for sure. So we brought her home, and I started researching um, who has survived a, 
uh, heart heart disease at this level, congestive heart failure at this level, with all of these other complications. And what I came up with, I went down a few rabbit holes, but what I came up with. Um, as far as medical studies, was a, a book by Dr. Esselstyn that I mentioned earlier, which was Preventing and Reversing Heart Disease. Now, the prevention, you, you know, we hear a lot about that, and we have a lot of um, uh, um, steps you can take to prevent heart disease. There's a lot of, of literature about that, but I hadn't heard really anything about reversing heart disease, and that was really what caught my attention. And so I read the book, I ordered it, you know, I'm kind of a jump in 100%, and what he recommended was a whole food plant-based diet, and what that meant are no processed foods, so you can, you can be, you know, you can be a vegan and eat a lot of processed foods, which means you don't eat meat or dairy, but if you're a whole food plant-based, that really means you're, you're not eating any processed foods at all, which are also a huge culprit in disease, and so, um, you know, because you're eating basically chemicals, your body has no way of recognizing Mm-hmm. Um, so we just went directly to a whole food plant-based diet with my mom, fed her very tiny, you know, like teacup full of smoothies and soups made from whole food plant-based um, foods. And she gradually got better, you know, over a four-month period, five-month period. She did not go in the way that we all expected and most people would with her diagnosis. But she started to get better and she began to walk up and down our driveway and, you know, hold my daughter and she could, you know, sit up for longer periods of time. And over a course of a year or so, we thought, you know, something very big is happening here. And of course, at the same time, my whole family was eating this way as well. My health, I was a competitive athlete and, and I had arthritis and that was gone. Um, you know, my partner had high blood pressure and that went from stroke level high and medicated to normalized within a course of a month and a half which is not an unusual outcome. I, I really want to stress that that time frame is not unusual for the, those types of things. So my mom, uh, she's going to be, it, it's crazy. It's, it, it is wild. My mom is going to be 87 in a month and a half. She swims four times a week. She drives. She called me the other morning, you know, and we were in a heat wave. She calls me and she said, you know, do you have any blankets? Cause she still lives in the little apartment we renovated in our garage, which is beautiful. And, mm-hmm. I said, are you gotta, you're cold, are you kidding? And it was early, you know, and I got worried. And she said, no, I need it for my yoga class. <laughs> so that's where she is now, you know, and it's true. And she's vibrant and she's alive. And, you know, she wakes up and she says, I can't believe how good I feel. And when we look at pictures of where she was 20 years ago to where she is now, it's really remarkable how much better she looks because, you know, heart disease doesn't happen at 80. It doesn't happen at 60. It begins... You know, and they're doing all kinds of studies, and it's really kind of a sad place of where they're, they're finding this, but on doing autopsies of, of people in the military who are coming home, young people. And what mm-hmm. they're seeing in their, in their heart is the beginnings of heart disease. Wow. And where, where in the world could that come from other than diet? And that is where it comes from. Um, and so heart disease begins when you're much younger. It shows up when you're later. The same with dementia. You know, it's not... Um, you know, it shows, it, it begins when you're younger and it shows up when you're, when you're older. And so what happened with my mom is when we look back at pictures of 20 years ago, you know, oh my goodness, you can begin to see now that we know what we're looking for, the beginnings of it. And to see this is a, the miracle of the human body, you know, in most cases is it will, it will work to get back to health. And, you know, I always stress because somebody will say, well, you know, well, how long are you going to, you know, everyone dies. And it's true. And what we say is that, of course, that's the natural progress of life. 
But what we want is the, the amount of time you're here to feel as absolutely as good as you can. You want to feel like you did when you were young, you know, when you got up and you had a ton of energy just when you got up, not after two cups of coffee. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you, you know, you just wanted to go do stuff. And then you had lunch and you didn't think about how many carbs and how many protein and all of that stuff, or should I have it or shouldn't I, or can I fit in my pants afterwards, all that stuff. You just had lunch. And then you went out and you did your thing. You know, as you get older, your creative passions go towards work. As a kid, they were play. Um, but you still get to go do it. Then you eat again, and you still feel great. You feel energized and happy from what you're eating. And that's what we want. You know, we, we can't guarantee anyone's going to live to be 100. But for the amount of time that you're here, this gives you the best possible opportunity to feel great. And so that's, that's where our company began in seeing my mom's transformation and realizing that, we had a background in food. We had been um, in a big, large organic bakery, um, national organic bakery that we owned, and which is interesting. It's kind of ironic, and yet the light bulb hadn't gone off about a plant-based diet. Um, mm-hmm. And we thought we were done. You know, I thought, okay, I'm going to do different things in my life, and my partner did as well. But what happened is when we realized, um, one, it was a little bit it's difficult to do unless you have an absolutely compelling reason. Um, and even then, it's hard to do especially when you're not feeling well. And so how can we make it? We know, we know how to do food. We know how to do distribution. How can we make this food not weird and really easy for people to eat? So that's what our company did. We looked at all of the comfort foods that we love, you know, lasagnas and gardener's pie and chilies and, and that type of thing, you know, veggie loaf and veggie burgers, um, all different types of great soups, mushroom you know, Hungarian mushroom soup, and said, let's make this soup delicious. You know, not like a knockoff version of what you're used to eating, but something really unique and wonderful on its own and hearty. You know, it has to pass, pass our, I have two brothers who are football players, we're football players, and I said, I have to be able to put this on their plate, and they're not thinking, you know, what's this salad? You <laughs> know, where's dinner? <laughs> um, they have exactly. to be thinking, this is great, and they have to be satisfied. And so that's, that's what our food is, and we make it ready-made. You know, it's not groceries and a recipe that you then have to still cook because um, that was time-consuming, you know, especially plant-based is a little more time-consuming, at least our experience initially, is that it's, you know, it's a, a learning curve and a lot more chopping. And I said, well, let's just, let's just make it easy for people. They'll have this great food, like their awesome plant-based aunt came by with a casserole. They can feed themselves and have leftovers for the day, next day, or feed their family. And so um, we started this company, and, and what we're finding is, you know, things we hadn't anticipated, time after, story after story of people who will tell us, you know, I am so glad I found you. One, the food is great. And if your food isn't great, people aren't going to come back. So the food is great. But even a bigger piece is that their lives have gotten better, you know. And, and when people's lives begin to get better, when that you know, environment number one, which is our own body, begins to get better, then an awakening about other things can happen. And, and that was our experience, that once my body unhooked from this crazy food thing, you know, you know um, jump out with that, the, the kind of obsession that we have with food um, that is both mental and physical in this country where, where people are really, you know, 
focused on and you're almost like you have to have like a nutritionist degree just to eat dinner you know how many proteins (laughs) you know counting all this stuff and you know it's kind of crazy you know if you can imagine our great grandparents like if somebody said well how many carbs in that they'd be like what you know (laughs) and it's it's skewed it's skewed and one of the things you know that we have heard time and again from from folks is it is so wonderful to be unhooked from the food obsession yeah. And what I've observed and having experience in it in my own life and young life and being caught up in all the food stuff um, is that when you take away the chemicals that are dinging your body around to eat more food, you know, there's a reason we eat a bag of Doritos and not just one. And it's not just <laughs> the taste. You know, you don't eat yeah. like, you know, a mango bowl of broccoli, you know, compulsively. But with Doritos, they're designed, and anybody in the food business knows this, there's a food science, and they're designed to make you want to eat more and not just psychologically. It is a physical um, setup, so your body is set up to eat more, and then all of a sudden we start overeating these things, and then we blame ourselves, and so there's a whole therapy, you know, culture that's grown up around helping people, you know, with their problems with eating food, when in fact, if you take out the thing in your body, you know, it's like an alcoholic, you've got to take the alcohol out before you can deal with the other issues. You can't get sober while you're drunk. You can't unhook from the food stuff while you're eating foods that make you um, want to eat more of the the things that are are bad for you. And so our philosophy is, hey, let's take away deprivation. Let's not say can't eat that, can't eat that. We're not even meat shamers, you know. But what we say is if you eat more of this, Take away the processed food, eat more fruits and veggies, you know, and, and beans, things that grow from the ground. You will feel so fantastic and you will unhook from the thing that is making you think you want to eat, you know, a whole sleeve of Oreos where you really don't. Your body, you know, actually doesn't. That's why you feel bloated. That's why you feel sick. But um, is a simple fix is not to have to go to therapy. You may, you may. But the first fix, I guess I should say, is to get out of your body the things that are making you feel bad and really get, put in things that you love, that your body's going to love, and that you will you know, then go enjoy your life and, and not have the cravings, the same cravings that you did. And, and well, almost to a person, the people that I've talked to, that benefit of not having that, obsess, that obsession, that worry, that whole, you know, three different sizes of pants thing you know, that <laughs> people have in their closet and hanging on to those for when I can, I might fit them. You know, just to, how much energy that takes and how much creative thought that takes to have that gone, it is so amazing. That is amazing, and it sounds so liberating, and mamasays.com can help us get there. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we have much more with Meg, so don't go away, folks. There's more Go Green Radio right after this. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? 
Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. I'm so happy that you could all tune in today. We've been talking about a whole food, plant-based diet and the environmental impact, the health impact um, that adopting that lifestyle and that type of eating can have. And our guest, Meg Donahue, who's the co-founder of MamaSays.com, has developed a whole product and service suite um, on her website. You can go to mamasays.com. That's M-A-M-A-S-E-Z-Z.com to find out more. And and she's made it easy for people who want to try and, and dive into this lifestyle and this uh, diet choice to do so without spending all day in the kitchen chopping and, and cooking. And I'd love for you to talk to us about the four-week challenge, Meg. Talk to us about how that works and what your customers are saying about their experiences. Sure. Our four-week challenge started as a way to help people jumpstart into this, um, you know, plant-based nutrition. Because for some folks, it's it's new. For some, some people, it, it's just logistically hard to do. And so we said, let's try and make it as easy as possible. So we started a Facebook group, and it, we have a lot of information on our website as well, where it's a four-week challenge group. And in it, we give people four weeks of... <clears throat> of menus, so breakfast, lunch, dinner suggestions, as well as the recipes for each thing, as well as the shopping list. So all of that is covered should you want to make your your own food. And we also have what we call a four-week bundle where we, because we make ready-made meals um, of all different types, and so we we make four-week bundles that you can buy. And so if you don't want to make every meal, um, we're the fill-in meal. And that's, that's kind of what Mama Says is, is, we want to be that thing you have when you get home and when you're just like, I can't even imagine cooking. I'm tired. Everyone's tired. You know, let's just get a pizza. We, <laughs> we, we just want to be like, well, there's Mama Says here. Maybe I'll have, you know, Mama Says lasagna and it's, it's great and it's good for me. 
So that's that's what our company is about. And so in the four-week challenge, we introduce people to it, and we offer a lot of support in our Facebook group. We have um, we have wonderful chefs, and we have live chef demonstrations. We have question answers. We have a lot of support. And, and the people that, you know, just some of the results, I'll, I'll get, tell you a story about our plant manager, Dave, who had worked with me for years, and Dave initially wasn't plant-based. You know, Dave was the guy you called when you, we called him Big Dave, and when you needed your refrigerator moved, you called Dave, you know, Big <laughs> Dave. And, uh, you know, went and shot his food for lunch, like steak with a steak, that kind of guy, and I adore him. And he um, he said, you know, Meg, I'm just going to jump in, i got to do this thing, and um, and he did. He went in the four-week challenge. In the first month, and this is not unusual, and um, it's not just water weight, but there is inflammation in our body, and there's a very unique experience that happens when you go, when you eat a whole food plant-based diet in the first month with weight loss, is that there is a sensation that this, your body, like there's a melting that happens, and it is as effortless of an experience of weight loss as I have ever had. And what I know now is that it's because it is natural. It's your body finding its natural place to be. Well, in the first month, Dave lost 35 pounds. Boom. Oh, my Which goodness. Which is extraordinary. It's extraordinary. And, he's, you know, he looks great. He has all kinds of energy. You know, we were in the, the midst of a startup right, right then, and, and so we're working a lot of hours, and he looked great, looks great. Another thing happened. He's gone on since to lose 65 pounds. Goodness. The other thing that happened in that first month is he looked at me and he said, you know, Meg, I think I can go off my um, epilepsy medication. Dave's been epileptic, you know, lifelong and wow. very severe seizures, you know, specialists in Boston, seizures that would put him out. And I've worked with him for a long time. And the guy, this guy would, you know, come to work with a, just, you know, with a broken arm. In fact, he did with broken ribs, he'd come to work, but these seizures would put him out. And I said, Dave, you know, you got to go talk with your doctors. The same, the same thing that we say to everybody. We're not anti-medicine. Never do this alone. Talk with a doctor. His doctor was right. in agreement, um, did, ran all the blood work, and he's off his epilepsy medication. And so for somebody who had seizures that were putting him out of commission for two to three days, there would be like eight-hour seizures, um, to somebody now who is 65 pounds lighter, who has an energy of a 20-year-old. He's going to be turning 50. He said, you know, I'm going to have six-pack abs. And you can see him on our website. You know, he's just, he's a great guy. And he is the least likely guy you would ever anticipate to be Mr. Plant-Based. But he is. And it is, and that's what happens when, and that's why we say we're about attraction. We we don't want to shame people. You know, we don't want to be that person at a dinner party. You know, <laughs> like bumming you out while you eat your tuna. We want to be like, I want to hang out with those people. I want to do what they're doing because they are getting amazing results. And, you know, right. that's, that's kind of, you know, if you were going to a doctor and he said, I have this pill where, you know, people are kind of like lumping along for the last 20 years of their life, but they're not having significant improvement. They're just not dropping as rapidly. That's one option. Or you can go with these people who, wow, they're having prof- this pill. It has profound results. And these people are getting this great energy and they're living their lives fully. You know, which one would you take? The pill just happens to be changing your diet. And, you know, and, and that's yes. what happened to Dave. And he has since, you know, he's just, he is, and he's not that unusual of a story. I guess that's the, the thing I want to really hammer home is that mm-hmm. if you can eat this way, you know, you will feel better. If you can, you know, if you can do it, and we want to help people do it. And, and I know we're short on time, so I want to 
to, to wrap in with one last thing. The mama came from, you know, do like your mama says. Just eat your fruits and veggies, go outside and play. We wanted to keep it really simple. You know, we're, we're old school with Tesla technology. The other part <laughs> of mama is mama earth, you know, is mama earth. And we, when we started this company, we saw so much garbage out there with meal delivery companies. You get a box, you get liners, you get, you know, cooling packs, and then you just throw it in your garage and then it goes to a landfill. And we said, we have to crack this nut because this is not right. Yeah. What can we do? And so... Our first iteration is, okay, recycling is difficult for people, sometimes impossible for other people. Let's just make sure that is off the table. We will pay for everything to be sent back to us. We'll recycle everything properly and reuse what we can. So that's the first iteration. The second thing that we're working now, which is really exciting, is to create our own shipping containers out of um, ocean plastic pulled from the ocean. And there are a wow. great number of companies doing really cool things with this where you pull out, you know, fishing nets, which I didn't understand were one of them, a, a huge source of ocean plastic, old fishing nets just laying in the ocean. Pull those out, pelletize them, and create ocean plastic. It's still plastic, you know, which is we would right. love to move away to that not being what most things are made of. But, okay, but we're not making it, we're not making virgin plastic. Let's use this stuff right. that was garbage, which was, you know, that plastic, some of it eventually does break apart. It doesn't necessarily go away, but it gets into our, our food source, whether it be plant or animal, especially fish. Um, so let's pull that out. Let's make something productive that we can reuse again and again. And so that's, you know, another piece that we're, we're really keen on is, is let's be, a, you know, a company that is doing the best we can to, to do it right. You know, we're, we're in the, I say, the second half of my life, and we're not, um, our goal is to, to leave things better than we got here. And that sounds a little schmaltzy, but, you know, we, we've done all the other stuff. We both had successful businesses. We sold them. We've, you know, we've been hard workers since we were 17. But to look back and say, you know, I'm doing this and it's in our offices because it matters. And it matters. I have a young daughter, you know, and I have an 87-year-old mom. I want the world for whatever time they're in here, here in this world, to be as healthy and as vibrant as a place as it can be. And so this is our part. And That's we awesome, know. Meg. I just we love know. your story. And I love what you're doing with Mama Says and, and even the, the smart, sustainable supply chain piece of providing a place for all of that ocean plastic. And it, you know, we always talk about closing the loop when we talk about recycling. And, you know, part of that is creating new products out of something that's able to be recycled and you're doing that if you want to check out more you can go to mama says that's m-a-m-a-s-e-z-z dot com and i just want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in we're going to be here same time same place next week with more go green radio until then have a wonderful week and do something in your life to go green Did you get some terrific ideas from today's show? Please join us for more next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. It's Go Green Radio with Jill Buck here on Voice America. Go Green Radio is proudly sponsored by Covanta Energy, a leader in providing renewable energy solutions for a cleaner world. Visit www.covantaenergy.com for more information. We'll see you here next week.